535, hit us out to Laredo About to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso No luggage in the trunk, just me and Ski Headed back Dallas, Texas, now we serving these beans Welcome to the I-35 Sports Connection. It's your boy, Triple A, in the building. We're talking Chiefs. We're talking Titans. And, of course, this is the uh, pit stop where you get everything you need to know about the game in 10 minutes or less. So let's talk about the game. Both teams 5-2, both teams on top of their division. And much like the last couple of years, this game is very important when it comes to playoff seeding, right? Who's going to be seeded where? Who's going to take advantage of the better matchup going into the postseason? Now, Titans, they've got a much easier division than the Chiefs. The Chiefs still look like they're going to win their division. And if you listen to the season preview, I talked about the Chiefs. If they can start the first eight games at six and two, they'll win the division. And oh, by the by, they're five and two with one game left to to make that prediction hit. So, of course, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. But let's get into it. What's so important about this game? And there's some similarities and some differences to the last couple times these teams played each other. So, your first key to the game obviously revolves around King Henry, right? Tennessee, they're going to want to run the ball. That's what they do. But one of the big differences, as opposed to last time you played them, where A.J. Brown ate you alive, is the fact that they really don't have that threat. If you remember the last Titans-Chiefs game, that wide receiver group of A.J. and even a bad Julio Jones still had their way with you. Uh, They were able to dominate you, not just in the running game, which is what everybody kind of expected, but in that passing game as well, that's something you don't want to repeat here. And luckily for you, they don't have the same talent that they once did. You were able to keep Henry in check, but A.J. Brown ate you for 133. So in this game, you want to keep Henry in check and force them to find somebody on that wide receiver group to try to take advantage of you because I think they're going to have a hard time finding their new A.J. Brown, their new Julio, their new number one target. If you look at their last few games, they've they've been a time-controlled team that wants to run the ball, limit possessions, and keep it close. So if you keep Henry under 125, you can really force them to try to get their passing game going, which I think is going to be very difficult for Tennessee, even with a, a Chiefs secondary that isn't the best, but it's starting to get a little healthier, starting to build more chemistry. It's very young, but keep Henry under 125. That's your first key to the game to try to force Tennessee to throw the ball to their inexperienced wide receiver core. And and honestly, if they start to force the ball, the Chiefs are going to end up with an interception in this game. Your next key to the game. If you look at the Titans, like I just said, they're a, they're a, a low possession, time uh, time killing team. Okay, they haven't been able to cross the thirty point mark in any game this season. The Chiefs have crossed the forty point forty point mark three times. So, what does that tell you? Tennessee is going to have a difficult time keeping up with Kansas City. So, if the Chiefs can get out, get ahead early, that's another way you can force Tennessee to have to throw the ball and really start to shoot themselves in the foot. So. Your magic number for this game is 28. If the Chiefs score 28 points, Tennessee ain't winning. Tennessee ain't coming in this game. 
and, and Tennessee won't leave with the victory. If you look at the Titans' points total this year, the highest amount of points that they have scored this year is 24. They haven't been able to cross the 30-point mark, but they haven't even gotten to 28. They have a hard time moving the ball down the field. And it's a lot of it is because they run their offense through Henry, which limits the amount of possession. So if the Chiefs can be efficient, if the Chiefs can put points on the board, if the Chiefs can go for it on fourth and short instead of taking the field goal, get Tennessee down early, it's going to go a long ways in this game. Because if you leave Tennessee in there, they're going to be good enough to beat you. Yes, they haven't looked as good as years past, but they're still 5-2. and two. They're still a team that's dangerous, and they're still a team that can pick out a victory if you let them hang around. So that 28-point threshold is very important, and that's why that's your second key to the game, is I'm going to need Spagnola to turn it down a notch. I don't need him blitzing a team that already struggles to pass the football. I don't need him blitzing a quarterback and giving him an easy read with a team that already struggles to throw the football. If you want a blitz, that's fine, but give me a run blitz. Give me a gap blitz. Blitz to stop the run. What I don't need you to do is blitz leaving the middle of the field open, which is what he seems to like to do a lot of. And giving Tennessee an easy read, an easy check down, or an easy hot route to get a completion, to give their quarterback confidence, to give that passing attack offense. Because your front four should be able to get pressure on Tennessee. Like, I think the combination of Chris Jones, George of the Jungle, Frank Clark, they should be able to get at least three sacks on their own. So I don't really think there's going to be a, going to need to be a strong. Uh, need to blitz this game, especially with a weak offensive line that Tennessee has. So your third key to the game is Spagnola being patient, not sending backers after the quarterback, but sending him to the gap instead, doing run blitzes to stop Henry and force Tennessee to actually have to throw the ball in this game. Because if they throw the ball in this game, you're going to walk out with a W. If you don't, and you give them that easy read, and you give them that easy route, They only got to break one tackle for a big play, and it's going to cost you. It's going to be a way for Tennessee to get the big play without earning the big play. So don't give them anything deep by forcing a blitz on the quarterback. Keep it all in front of you, and we need Spagnola to be patient, to, to play a safe defense instead of an overly aggressive one, which is what he does at times, especially with our young secondary. We don't need them doing more than they need to in this game. You want to get in. Let the offense dictate this win. Get the points on the board against an offense that struggles and walk out with the victory. So let's recap those keys to the game. Under 125 for Henry, right? Force Tennessee to throw the ball. Spagnola, hold it a little bit. Let's not be super aggressive and blitz the QB. Your front should be able to get three sacks on their own. They don't need you blitzing the quarterback. Do it with your front, run blitz, not quarterback blitz. And finally, when you get the opportunity, it's fourth and short. Don't settle for the field goal. Go for the conversion. Go for the touchdown. Put 28 points on the board because this offense of Tennessee has shown you that they can't keep up and they can't score at will like you can. So put points on the board. Get the game out of hand early for Tennessee and walk away with the victory and get that much-needed tiebreaker when it comes to seeding.
Hit us up at I-35 Sports CXN if you want to talk anything about this game, if you want to follow. I hope your fantasy season's going a lot better than mine is. Mine's getting crushed. We'll talk about that on our regular show. Uh, until then, we out and enjoy the game Sunday night.